0: Welcome to the Week in Italian Startup, where we discuss the latest highlights happening in the Italian tech and investment ecosystem. Let's start maybe with uh, what's happening in the, in the fundraiser space, uh, and then we're going to talk about M&A, uh, as, you, as you mentioned. So let's start with the biggest round of the week of last week, starting from Zerint, uh, industrial IoT startup raising uh, 5.3 million in a round led by United Ventures. Uh, I thought it was particularly interesting. It's not a small round at all for an IoT um, device. Uh, I really like the idea of kind of retrofitting all the equipment. I think there is an angle to that, and uh, it's a very interesting deal. And of course, the backing of United definitely confirms a lot of uh, a lot of good good signals.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, well, man, you know that you know, on IoT and industrial IoT, I'm a bit uh, on on the bullish side. Uh, mm-hmm. So happy to see that there are other investors investing in the market, and I believe that um, Italy and Europe in general, we have something to say uh, in this market. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Italy is the second biggest manufacturer in continental Europe, I believe. So we have a lot of uh, job shops where there are machineries mm-hmm. running, and I can see why Zerent is a good solution to try to connect and um, Virtualize all of these, all of these uh, potential customers. So, nice play. Uh, there are huge yeah. competitors out there, but um, you know, Samsara yeah. out of you know just out of mine. But interesting. Um, yeah, very interesting play.
0: I thought it was so, uh, it was very so. cool because yeah, I mean the and the, the good the good thing of these kind of plays is literally like the the, the simplicity of use, which I thought was particularly like a direct. Uh, basically adding a device uh, really transform completely the machinery and that's extremely powerful, I feel. Agreed. Interesting. Awesome. Let's, uh, um, let's talk about maybe next round. Uh, Synergy Flow, energy transition startup raising 1.8 million in a seed round led by 360 capital. So last week we had the two of the, some of the major funds in Italy kind of moving. Uh, their bets, uh, 360 and United. So, 360 betting on green energy and circular energy. And uh, uh, I was doing some research on the kind of technology that they were developing, which I didn't know. It's uh, the redox flow battery. I don't know how how much you know about that. It's uh, it's a very very interesting concept. Uh, essentially, what happened is that uh, two different flows are rubbed together through different. So essentially, they're liquids that they rub through together on a membrane and the rubbing generates electricity. And uh, uh, it's very interesting because uh, it's, a, it's a very unique way of uh, manufacturing electricity. And uh, the idea is to use low cost uh, liquids and materials to actually you know, trigger all the circular part of the, of the economy right there. Very
1: interesting. Nice. Awesome.
0: So uh, I thought it was a, it was a cool deal also because um, 360 is uh, b- basically like really endorsing uh, everything that is happening in the circularity uh, and, I, and together with 360 we have CDP venture capital and, uh, um, and basically a lot of uh, angel investors also like believing in in, the, in that kind of space.
1: Yeah, the, there's also the Polytechnic of Milan involved Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can tell because the investor is actually the poly 360 fund, uh, managed by 360 capital. And that's a specific technology transfer funds aimed at technology coming out of the Polytechnic of Milan. Um, so this is really technology coming out of our universities. So very nice.
0: Beautiful. Um, nice. Yep. Awesome. Uh, let's talk about also DDC biotech startup raising 1.5 million in a round led by Utopia, Utopia SIS. So I thought it was really cool because it's another example on how exactly university spin-off can really uh, help out the ecosystem. In this case, this is this is a spin-off from the University of Turin, if I'm not uh, wrong. And basically, they are uh, working toward the uh, research and cure of uh, breast cancer and leukemia, I believe. So uh, this is a very nice way to actually uh, trigger like new uh, technological uh, advancement through the collaboration between VC, early VC, I would say, and university, which in Italy is really common. And, uh, you know, we haven't seen like... incredible uh you know uh projects coming out but there is a lot of being like uh, uh being started uh in the past and i'm sure something something good is gonna happen for sure
1: well the, the good signal is that this is the second uh, basically startup coming out of research in universities either officially mm-hmm. or unofficially but again uh it's a signal that we we, we have researchers and professors who are starting to uh, bring the research to market so if these mm-hmm, single mm-hmm. data points become a trend well that's good yeah. news for the future uh, because we have a strong uh, university network so it's really nice to see things yeah. happening
0: yeah 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 all right uh cool let's talk about the big elephant in the room and literally when i say elephant i'm really referring to <laughs> To the actual logo of the company, so bending spoon acquiring Ever. Yes, I know. Thanks, Nick. I didn't. I just thought about it on the spot, so you know, I feel really cool now. So, (laughs) uh, yeah, bending spoon acquiring Evernote, the good old Evernote. I mean, I remember when it came out early 2000, and it was very cool because it was one of the first company that kind of uh, tried to bridge these like uh, sync problem of people that they were trying to, you know, take notes on their computers and then like uh, sort of not being able to use it on different device. This thing was like groundbreaking and uh, the story is insane. Uh, it's developed by people that you basically worked on, um, handwriting recognition in, uh, in, in, Microsoft. And then from there, essentially they, they developed the first like, uh, note taking platform and then def- and then from there, basically. That it was particularly cool and, uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm sure I have, I still have my subscription, like my free subscription somewhere in Evernote, but uh, but it was really cool. Yeah, me too. Really cool. Me too. Nice, me too. Nice. Are you still using yes, it? Yes. Uh,
1: no, not really. I moved on uh, to mm. the new generation mm-hmm. of collaboration of taking apps. Notion in mm-hmm. my case. Uh, yeah, same. Um, yeah. But I mean, uh, I, I've got sweet memories of Evernote because it actually worked. So, multi-platform. Totally, totally. Uh, not taking, you know, it was good. Yeah. Uh, so you let's couldn't... talk
0: about, um, yeah, uh, what I was curious yeah, they, about they, they you, couldn't it, couldn't it was curious pace, about. Right? Sorry, Nick, I am lost you for a second.
1: Okay, no, I was saying that they, they they couldn't keep pace with you know the new ways of collaboration tools and Web two point champions coming, coming after them. And from the totally. article, it was it was a
0: it was a unicorn. In 2013, it seems. Yes. Wow. And uh, my question is like, uh, why now is Bending Spoon interested into into Evernote? So uh, I was researching a little bit the kind of user base, which is still like active right now. is pretty It's huge. It's essentially 250 million active users still. So that's a, that's a huge one. And I'm sure there is a, like a strong angle for which anything that Bending Spoon is doing, they're trying to sort of, of course, acquire exposure to new user. And that's one of the greatest way to actually immediately turn on the faucet and uh, be shown in front of people. So I thought it was uh, it was really cool and, uh, and really well executed for sure. Yep, yep. Uh,
1: I wonder if, uh, they also have plans for the product, or is it just a, you know, an acquisition of a customer base with which they want to, they want yeah. to double down and you know share the portfolio of products? It would be interesting Good to point. see their plan panning out, basically.
0: Do you think there uh, there is a connection between the latest raise in September, that from Bending Spoon, and uh, this move? I mean, it's it's very close. It's kind of it's kind of. I mean. I don't want to do obvious connections, but I mean, I cannot help, but think about it. (laughs) (laughs) It looks an easy way
1: to connect the dots, right? Uh, company raises money, company acquires a big target, Uh, sort of sounds about right. Uh, exactly. I wonder exactly. how how much they paid for Evernote actually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because
0: uh, I think the sc- in a it is disclosed. It's it's not uh, it's not public yet, right? I didn't find
1: No, like not mm. find anything. No, me neither.
0: Uh, yeah. What it was really cool is that um, going back to the previous round uh, and to the people that participated, besides banks, uh, Intesa San Paolo and, uh, and BPM, uh, it was basically creator funds, basically uh, managed by uh, one uh, and only Kerry Trainer. And uh, if you if you research a little bit about Kerry Trainer, his former CEO, I mean, I think he's, yeah, it he was for a CEO of SoundCloud. And he used to be before that board of director of uh, Fender Guitars and uh, I mean sound totally like a super cool dude that is like pushing uh, creator economy uh, on on a different level so after gaining massive experience in the sector now he's like uh, kind of financing some of the best deals. And, uh, of course, you have celebrities in the round, um, uh, Ryan Reynolds with uh, this with uh, holding company and so on. And um, I, what I thought is that uh, um, essentially um, Benning Spoon is really trying to bank on uh, whatever is going to be the creator economy. So not only through basically mobile app doing uh, audio editing or, or photo editing using AI and so on and so forth. Uh, this is just an additional element that they want to add to their own portfolio. So I thought it was uh, was very very strategic then under that light.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. So the, 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 there is a theme uncovering uh, in Bending uh, schools about this approach to, to to developing very easy, effective, functional apps for the for the single creator in the creator economy. So yeah, uh, you're spot on probably, so we will see how the portfolio spending exactly at the services into with this thesis on the line
0: it would be know, cool it's... to yeah it would be cool as you say to see how what we're going to do what they are going to do with the user experience because if uh, i mean they're master in ux and simplicity maybe that's the time when they're going to revive uh, and make an evernote uh, you know more minimal and more like easier to use and so on and so forth so that's uh, it can be a very powerful reboot for, for yeah for, it, uh, forever now.: It might
1: not be uh, be easy, but when you start from the customer base of 250 million people,
0: yeah.
1: as you said, that's a huge number, even if you're able to reconvert back a few million.
0: Yeah.
1: oh yeah, yeah totally. That's,
0: that's a nice result. I agree, I agree. All right, awesome. Let's talk about Stellantis, a little bit of uh, M&A slash corporate VC. Um, so Stellantis acquired AI Motive, an autonomous driving startup. So uh, autonomous driving is there, is, is in the automotive industry now, and nobody can, you know, avoid the problem. So uh, that's that's a further move where Stellantis is really like trying to uh, see what, what they can do with uh, by acquiring actually talent in uh, in the ai and autonomous and uh, autonomous driving uh, ecosystem that's the idea
1: mm-hmm. so the interesting thing is that not all the uh, car manufacturers are uh, continuing con- uh, are doubling down on autonomous mm-hmm. driving right so i think mm-hmm. there, there was fourth probably that Brought down the investment in AI uh, driving, so that the, there are different decisions right now in the market. So some, interesting. some, some interesting. are lowering their their investment or you know pulling out of, of, altogether, and uh, other installants are you know starting now basically, so investing heavily right now. So that's interesting. Uh, interesting, interesting. I, I tend to think that you know um, when the game becomes tough, tough players start to play, and then. Mm-hmm. maybe uh, this is a good time to start to, 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 to investigate and on that market. And I was reading, mm-hmm. uh, actually Musk tweeted probably mm-hmm. this morning about the general availability of the autopilot to the Tesla customers who actually paid for it for the, uh, for the service. And that's another interesting data point.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Well, me... That's, uh, it sounded, yeah, it will. I mean, that's the direction, actually. Uh, autonomous driving will be an upsell on any, like, uh, connected car, and uh, you can decide whether to have it or not, or to have it more or less accurate in some form, which we probably don't even imagine. And, uh, yeah, I mean, cars are becoming smartphones, really.
1: Yeah, there the, the it is. Nine hours ago, this, this morning, a Tesla full, full self, self-driving beta is now available to anyone in North America request it mm-hmm. from the car screen, assuming you have bought this option. Wow. That's, that's full cool. self-driving. GA. Yeah. General availability.
0: Wow. That's impressive. I don't know. That's like, impressive.
1: yeah, that's impressive because most, most commentators thought that we were years mm-hmm. away from that.
0: Mm-hmm. That's definitely, yeah. it's definitely there. It's definitely there. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how we, how it's going to play out in the complexity mm-hmm. of life. We'll see
1: also in in the pressure of competitors.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Totally. Right. Um, Let's also talk about the new funds happening, which is not uh, like a small news. Actually, like um, single investors are managing to raise early stage funds. Uh, That's that's a great news, I think. And because. In more than you know, 50 episodes that me and you we did in the past year, we, we barely you know touched on a new uh, sort of VC, put, pulling together capital for early stage, and uh, I thought that was uh, that was particularly good. And uh, we we know some of the people that actually launched the funds. The first one is uh, Stefano Bernardi with Unruly Capital, uh, raising uh, I believe 18 million. Uh, very interesting thesis, also because it's really going after the long shots uh, in a, in a, in, a, in different ecosystems, in different verticals, and uh, he really managed to um, get a lot of uh, very interesting like family offices uh, working with him. And uh, I mean, he has a great track record of uh, you know working with Silicon Valley startups, working with Silicon Valley investors, and uh, I mean, um, he has a huge portfolio of company he's worked with. So I thought it was uh, it was very very significant news. So kudos to to the guy.
1: Yep, I totally agree. Stefano is a friend. I've been knowing him for you know a decade or more right now, uh, and he has a huge talent. And I'm really happy that he finally decided to launch his fund. So <laughs> just doing angel investing uh, all across the world. Uh, so very, very nice. And it is an example, this is an example of a solo GP. So one of those mm-hmm. new trends yeah. going on when you are strong, determined with a clear vision and, you know, in the, a, in a, it probably also in the moment where automation and tools are, you know, there to help mm-hmm. you, you can yeah, think about totally, coaching a totally. fund by yourself.
0: Totally, as, totally, as a GP
1: at least. Uh, yeah, that's very yeah. interesting, and I believe
0: the same can be said for Michele Padovani.
1: Yeah, that, I'm not sure, but I was I reading a little bit. Um,
0: exactly. I mean, uh, also, Michele Padovani launching uh, another project, Bonsai Venture, 12 million pre seed investment holding company. So, it's in the form of a holding company, uh, backed by again, like family office from uh, northern Italy. Uh, what is interesting? I thought it was yeah. First of all, that he comes from uh, banking and private equity, and so he's really changing and focusing on on uh, kind of zooming in uh, a different asset class, uh, leveraging his expertise uh, on different words. and I thought it was really cool. Um, what he's doing is also playing mostly on in seed, so uh, basically um, basically uh, giving tickets from 300, three well hundred to like four hundred thousand. Uh, just to start, so the seed phase. And what I really, I mean, I thought it was really cool is that uh, he has a dynamic where he's going to also involve a very well-known Italian entrepreneur and investors in his own uh, ecosystem of the such of Erico Pandian and Tommaso Migliore that we interviewed the other uh, a few a few episodes back. So he's like really trying to build like a strong network, so that you know, portfolio companies can really benefit. And I thought well, it's really powerful. It's a really powerful way of doing, uh, of doing VC. I thought.
1: Yeah, I agree. In that phase, for sure, it's even more important because you really invest just tiny amounts of money. Well, relatively tiny amounts yeah. of money. And but if you bring in that amount of knowledge, uh, you, yeah, you, 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 you produce a lot of leverage. On the uh, the small amount of money. So, very nice, very nice play. Very cool.
0: Totally, totally. Nick, any last words?
1: Uh, No, not really. Uh, Other than uh, we, uh, there there were were at least a couple of uh, articles uh, in the press, in the international press about Italy, one about specifically Milan, uh, one about the Italian markets at large. So, we, we got a lot of interest. Well, a lot of much more interest than you know last year, <laughs> yeah. What's yeah, going yeah. on in, uh, in, in our market, and that's I think it's good. Uh, mm-hmm. let's raise the awareness, awareness bar so, uh, yeah. we really need totally. to, to become present on the radar. And this is, you know, good news having I mean, some storytelling about totally. know, it.
0: Are we gonna hit the two billion
1: this year? We need another Satispay. We need another Satispay <laughs> in the next five, five weeks.
0: Five weeks, uh, less. even less, even less than five weeks. <laughs> mm, mm, mm.
1: Not impossible, oh, but
0: Not impossible, not who, impossible. We yeah, look like they we're tracking. So, yeah, the, ah, the question point. is who yeah, might that point. be? Who might that be? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who might that be? Kazavo, they just raised, so... Just this year, yeah, exactly. Who's so in exactly. that ballpark? Oh, All right. We'll see. Awesome.
1: Keep we'll an see. eye open for news. So.
0: Exactly. Nick, thank you so much for joining and I'll see you everyone next week.
1: Thank you, Jack. Ciao everybody, see you in a week.